Hi folks, welcome back to the Nothing To Be With You podcast with me, your host, Cloda. This is a space to give whispers a voice, mention the unmentionable and bring all things inward, outwards. Please remember that all thoughts and discussions in this podcast are based on my own or that of my guest's personal opinion only. These are not professional views or advice. I'm delighted to say this is episode three. I feel I'm starting to settle in a bit more to it all now. I still don't like the sound of my own voice, though. <laughs> how have I went all these years not realising how flat of a Tipperary accent I have? I feel like I should insert Hon Tipper, but anyway, <laughs> I hope you're all having a great week. I was absolutely delighted with your feedback from the last episode. Firstly, your responses were about my fear of flying and they were brilliant. I got so much feedback on this. Thanks a million for getting in touch. I really read some great stories from you guys. My favourites definitely were where one girl convinced her partner that a regular painkiller was actually a Xanax um, and she used that to get him on a flight to Spain and by all accounts it seems to work a treat. <laughs> which, by the way, really does make you think about the whole placebo effect. Um, and another one was where a guy had such a bad flight a number of years back, he swore he'd never fly again. He was absolutely terrified. But after 15 years, he had to get on a plane and he actually loved it. So I guess the moral of the story is that there may be hope for me yet. So last week, I put out the topic of men's emotions as the taboo or not taboo subject for this week's episode. And wow, you guys were definitely not quiet. And not surprisingly enough, though, it was the ladies that were the majority who got in touch. Now, some of you guys did all right, but it was mainly the ladies, I have to say. And some were lighthearted, some were tough read. And one girl got in touch to advise her partner suffers from anxiety and depression and at times has been quite serious and how she definitely feels that she's the only person in his life that he can talk to about it or is willing to talk to about it. She said there's no way to ever talk to the to his friends or his other family members about it. And he's seen her professional at the moment, but not really clicking with them. I I totally get this. As I said in the last episode, having the right therapist, guys, is just an absolute godsend. The connection just has to be there for you to get something out of it and for them to get something out of it. You you just have to have that because once that clicks, you know you're in good hands. All I can say there is keep persevering till you find the right one. There was so much from this girl's message that I took in, though, to be honest. Firstly that her partner has been suffering for so long. Secondly, that he doesn't feel he could ever talk to his mates. And thirdly, the burden and the weight of carrying this, that that must be on her. It really is a tough situation and it actually upsets me that he doesn't feel like he can share. A massive coping tool for me with my anxiety has definitely been learning to not hide it. Um, You know, I was hiding it away like a dirty little secret. And it was making me worse. I've, I've said this before. It Stifling it just actually had catastrophic effects on me. And instead, acknowledging that it's here, but it doesn't own me. That we just coexist together. Look, I know everybody is different, but 
the thought of me holding on to when I'm low and not sharing that now, I'll be honest, it actually gives me claustrophobia. I've just found so much empowerment in a way. Um, being able to take off the mask. And in a way, that's therapy in itself. As long as we hide from these thoughts and feelings, the more ammunition we're giving for these types of discussions to be seen as taboo. Now, look, I'm not naive. No one person is the same. But I, I just wish I could let anyone who feels they can't talk to someone just see how the benefits of doing it totally outweigh the 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 harm it could do. You know, it's it's just the benefits are just incredible. So, look, fair play to his partner and to all partners that are supporting someone who is going through any type of issue with their health. I definitely think there should be more support for the supporters out there. I think this could be an interesting subject for another episode sometime and something I'll definitely look at, you know. Another girl wrote in about her husband and said that there's no way on earth he would ever show emotion other than your standard black and white, happy, mad, sad, etc. She used to probe him about it, but she gave up because she said she loved him too much and didn't want to be seen to be nagging him or that she'd lose him. But she did wish he was a bit more emotionally reactive sometimes. Again, I totally get this. But I do wonder, is that down to it being a male or is it down to a personality type? I guess there really is an argument for both here on that. But let's be fair here in general. It is us girls who have to drag it out of the men in our lives, how they're feeling or if there's something bothering them. And that is the way it does seem to be. Anyway, following on from the subject of men's emotions... I want to delve into this a little further for this episode and explore it in a very normal, very natural way. So I am delighted to be joined by my very, very first guest on the podcast and who is in fact my very patient and my very loving and understanding husband, Connor. Connor, hello and welcome. Fine, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, how are you? <coughs> Fine. So tell me, on a scale of 1 to 10... How happy are you that I made you do this tonight? <laughs> One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damn. no, look, I appreciate you taking one for the team. Um, you'll always be remembered as my first guest. So, look, this, when I'm, you know, famous and well-known, you'll always know you were my first. So, take that as a compliment. Oh. <laughs> so, look, obviously I know you quite well and... As your wife, as your partner, I consider you very strong. I I wouldn't consider you in touch with your emotions very much, I guess. <laughs> it would be fair to say. In fact, guys, I think the only time I saw this guy cry was at the end of the Avengers Endgame movie when Iron Man died. Keep it in mind, by the way. Why would you bring that up? Because my, my emotions. It's your emotions. By the way, keeping in mind, he did not cry on our wedding day. <laughs> no one died. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But look, all jokes aside, I want to get a man's perspective on the subject. So I'm going to probe you a little bit here, husband. So I hope you're okay with that. Um, obviously, I've been talking to you about the podcast. You know what I'm doing. You know why I've been doing it. Um. You know that last week I was putting it out there about men's emotions and I wanted the feedback on it. Yeah. 
Were you surprised to see that not many men got in touch? Yes and no. Okay. Uh, not many people might get in touch. Sorry, not many men might get in touch because men aren't on social media as much as women. That's true. Men don't post stories every day like women might, you know. Fair enough. You know. Most men, yeah. Or You know what I mean? So mm. they might do it that way, you know. Um, and like... Why do you think that is, Connor? And yes, they might write back to you because it might be easier to, to talk to a stranger about a problem rather than the yeah. loved one or a family member That's or a true friend, too. you know? Sometimes I think it's that feeling of they can't judge me if they don't know me. Yeah. So it's easier, a faceless name. And, you know, there's like that fear of, you know, I, I so, can write it here and no one in my life will know what's going on here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And like a third thing might be like, you know, these things are only online for so long, so someone might have seen it. That is true. That is true too. It depends. And also, this is a new podcast, so I suppose, look, I can see it is mainly women that have been listening so far, but um, hopefully your appearance now tonight (laughs) (laughs) will, you know, draw in the male audience and let it see that this is you know, a space for everybody, you know, we include everyone here. So, going on from that, you were not surprised really to see that not many men reacted to the the poll or whatever. Why do you think in general men hide their emotions or tend to keep them in more than women? Uh, be a very, various amount of reasons, but like, I suppose the standard one is you may might make fun of you. You know, but like yeah. that's that's down to as well as certain situations, ages. You know, if you're 17 and crying, your 17 year old friend is going to make fun of you. Whereas if you're 14 and crying, one of the boys like, Jesus, what happened? Are you all right? That's you know? true. Yeah, there's context there. Yeah, I suppose that's like the the guys in the schoolyard. Like when you were in school, could you ever remember Jesus, the young no. kids crying? No, 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 no one cried. <laughs> No. no, but that, that, that's that's a different thing. That's teenagers. Teenagers are going to fucking be teenagers, and there's no there's no other way about that. Like it that's is, true. It is what it is. So I take that with a pinch of salt. What they're thinking, but as an adult, men could hide their emotions as well. Because it's like you know, if you're a work working with a group of lads ranging from twenty five to fifty five, yeah, it'll be on a site or in a factory, yeah, you know, and and like a fifty five year old man is a different generation than twenty five year old man. Yeah, they were brought up different ways so it's uh, upbringing as well generation comes into you know? it too of course it does the millennials and the, yeah absolutely and that that is interesting you say that even talking about the ages like where i work there's men and women obviously but would i feel okay if i had to cry in that office for whatever reason if i got a call for bad news or whatever i would i actually would i wouldn't feel like I would have to hide or go into a back room. Now, I probably would, obviously, but I wouldn't <coughs> feel embarrassed. I wouldn't feel nervous. But I can't say that the guys would react yeah, like that. Yeah, but I suppose as well, it's kind of socially acceptable there you go. to see a woman cry. Boom, mic drop. There's your taboo subject there. No. Yeah, exactly. So it is seen as taboo, like for a guy to cry. In that general, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. I suppose if you're if you're in an office and you yeah. see a lad crying, you're going, "Jesus, Tommy, all right." Yeah. Because if you're, you know, see a woman, just like, "Jesus, what happened, Mary?" Exactly, and, and there you go. That is it, and that's the whole point of 
this podcast that like I want to shine a light on that. Now, I'm not saying I want everyone to be a blubber and eejit. Of course No, there's not. a fine line to... Yeah. To, you well, show no emotions to that lad needs to fucking toughen, toughen up. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but shake it off. Is that kind of... Yeah, fair enough. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah, no, look, I, I do. I, I, I get that, obviously, there is... There is that, you know, I'm a guy, you know... I'm not allowed to show my feelings like in public. I get that. I'm not naive to that, but I am intrigued by the fact that, like you said there, if a fella was crying there, you'd be looking at, you'd be looking at why they're, you'd be looking at why they're um, upset and probably almost finding it odd. Whereas if the girl was crying, you would be, oh my God, what's wrong? Yeah. And would you feel okay approaching a work colleague, male or female, if they were crying? Personally? Yeah. Well, I, 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 if, like, at work, a colleague at work, yeah. I'd have no problem going, here, listen, whatever, Jack, obviously I'm making names up here. I'd be like, <laughs> this is all right. He Disclaimer, could be he does yeah. not work with a Jack. <laughs> you know, it could be like, turn around, he could have chopped his finger off, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, yeah. if he's crying for acting, I'm going to ask him. And <laughs> yeah. it's up to him where he, go, he, he, he could turn around and go, my mother just died, or... Mind your own fucking business. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, that's true too. That some people might want to yeah. open up. But the other thing is, like, you could ask the woman, and the woman, if she, whether you're working or not, it could be a stranger work if you're working at a big place. And yeah. Like, Who the fuck are you to ask me this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. And I suppose as a man, you'd feel more on your guard, probably, to go over and comfort, I suppose, a woman that you mightn't be particularly familiar with. You know, whereas a girl, I wouldn't feel uncomfortable going over to a work colleague that was a male if they were crying i feel okay to go over say and put my arm around them or put my hand on them go, well, it's, easier okay? for, it's easier for a woman to put her, her arm around a strange man i put my arm around a strange woman i'm fucking <laughs> there's questions asked girls are called. <laughs> well okay let's not go that far okay okay let's not we're trying to break the taboo yeah, yeah, break yeah. the stigma keep on track yeah but keep there you track. go exactly so like going on from that then like so, could you picture yourself picking up the phone to one of the lads and saying, hey, forget me now for a second, just forget that you're married, just say you're just not feeling well. And you were like, hey, bring up one of the boys. I'm not doing okay. Can we have a chat? Would you feel comfortable to say that to one of your close mates? I would, 100%, I would. But again, this is only, you're asking me, so I'm only giving my own personal... 100%, like, yeah. Like, I would, no problem. Like, my mates would be the first ones to actually cut you into, take the piss out of you for yeah. whatever reasons. And yeah. I call him, he might say, fuck off your clown, but then he might, like, right, uh, I'll meet you there at five o'clock or whatever. Yeah. Chat about whatever you want, and it'll be pints. fine. Yeah. yeah, pints. <laughs> pints. Yeah, get real talking about it. Yeah. But, um, no, I'd have no problem... Like a lot of my closest friends are my family because we're such a big family and yeah. I grew up with all these first cousins and like yeah I married into today. a massive family guys like massive but so anyway. so like I had no problem bringing any advice or mm. being my brother and just like yo uh, uh, I'm not feeling I fucking, great I need an old chat there and I know and I know whether they take this or not when shit hits the fan they're the first ones that'll be backing you up yeah I love that that's that's what I love to hear. It it would break my heart. Well, obviously I'm your wife, but it would break my heart to think of any young man not to 
feel comfortable to do that. I love hearing that you can do that. Like, I love that about you, that you, you would be able to do that. And, you know, you're astute enough and discerning enough to know that, yeah, if the chips are down and I need a bit of a talking yeah. to, I can reach out. The good guys. The good, <laughs> the good guys. The good guys. Yeah, but well, it's also, I'm not 20. Yeah. Worry about what people think of me either. This is true. I'm like, I'm fuck. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's empowering. That is empowering. I even find that with my anxiety since I've started the podcast. So many people obviously now know that I'm an anxious person. <clears throat> um, but I don't give a fuck. You see, one of my mates, again, at 37 now, so 20 years ago, he gave me the best piece of advice about everything in life. And there was nothing wrong. He was just like... This is a PG. <laughs> it's actually, No, actually, we will allow him... I will, you can say well, this, because it is marked as explicit content. This, this. Well, I curse a lot anyway do, without yeah. knowing it. But like, he turned around and like, you know, you're 17, you're just on the road. Something like stupid happened to care, you know? It's just like, oh, I can't afford it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, fuck it. Yeah. But he just meant it like, fuck it. That can be applied to everything. The fuck it approach. Like, Here, uh, you know, bad day work. Fuck it, tomorrow's another day. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I like it. I'm a teenager, that. my girlfriend broke up with me. Fuck it, you get another one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it can apply to a lot of things. Yeah. I know it's, there's yeah. better ways to say you're it. You're replaceable but is what you're trying to tell me here, is it? <laughs> I'm replaceable, is it? No, no. <laughs> no, but I, 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 to be fair, again, you've often said this to me with the context of me having my a panic mm. attack or having an anxious time. You've often said, use the fuck it approach. You know, don't be worrying, don't be thinking. You've often said that to me mm. and... I will be honest, I've taken, you know, I've taken that, like, I've taken that on the chin. And sometimes I feel you toughen me up and I feel I soften you a little bit. So I do like that. I feel we're yin and yang in that way that, you know, you kind of put things in perspective for me a lot of the time. Like, you're having a bad day. Fuck it, sure. It's a bad day. It's okay. It's just a day. It'll pass. It'll Yeah, absolutely. Like, it is, it's temporary. So... Yeah, I like that. I do. But then the other thing then, so if the shoe was on the other foot and one of the guys reached out to you and rang you and said, hey, Connor, I'm not feeling well, man. I really need a chat. How would you feel with your response? Like, would you? I'd probably say, new phone, who this? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd ask him, you know. <laughs> you are <laughs> But, uh, no, Please they, don't go they, into they therapy they, anytime they, soon, they, babe. I can be a therapist. Yeah, just, just, just walk it off. Walk it off. You're great. <laughs> Slap in the back. You know, you're great. But uh, no, yeah, I would. Yeah, no bother. I, like I know what the boys would do for me if I if I was badly stuck. And yeah. They probably know that I'd do it for them as well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I you look after guys. your own anyway. Good guy. Good, good guy. guy. Good. <laughs> Most of them. Yeah. Well, look, I. I do know that because, look, obviously I know you and the lads and I know you have a fantastic relationship and I know you can rip the piss out of each other um, but be there for each other, you know, when the shit hits the fan. So I love that about you guys. And I suppose it's taken for granted because that's the way you are. But it just, it breaks my heart to think of lads, especially young fellas, I suppose, that are just not able able to do that or capable of doing that, that they feel they can't. Like, if you were to talk to a young fella right now who felt like he had the weight of the world on his shoulders, what advice would you give him? 
See, it's a loaded question. It is. Oh, it 100%. Is. It's a loaded question. But, like, whatever it is, like, it's the same advice you could really give anyone. Hmm. You know, like, you will be fine. Yeah. You know, you're still here. You're fine. Yeah. Everything passes. Everything I passes. I love that. You yeah. Know? Everything passes. And, like, I know there's an old saying, worrying is like a rocking chair. It'll give you something to do, but it'll get you nowhere. I love that. You know. Worrying is like a rocking chair. It'll give you something to do, but it'll get you nowhere. That is me. I'm a rocking chair. And the person who, who told me that worries about fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I love Whereas that. Whereas I'm the warrior in the family. Worry about the yeah. next thing, next thing. But next yet thing. you are a warrior in a very introverted way. As in, you... You'll you, handle it. You do. You know, yeah. you Yeah, you're like, uh, be grand, be grand. Right. Yeah, you know, you always tend to be that way. Um, it is what it is. Exactly. <laughs> As you look, it isn't that it. That's <laughs> your favourite statement. Is. Yeah, but like, I suppose I often think of nowadays with social media, with young lads, especially, you know, there's so much access. They're so easily accessed for bullying. They're so easily accessed for trolling, all that shit that we didn't have to deal with when we were young. We were outside, we beating were. each other with sticks and yeah. swinging out of trees. And that does then question coping skills. Oh, 100%. You know, coping skills, what we are our coping skills compared to when we were growing up. You know, there was less accessibility to technology. You're, you're, you're... <laughs> For anyone that can't see, or well, nobody can see, my husband is gesturing no, like, for a slap on the arse. No, I mean, like, we got the old slap on the arse to kick up the hole and there's no wrong. Oh my God, no. we are not condemning the use of physical violence on children. I need to make this very, very clear. Oh, oh my God, on anyone, anyone or anything. This just went sour so quick, went left. By the you way, before we, you before we came this. on, when we were doing a practice, just kind of a bit of a practice, he called this the Nothing to Do With You podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he was mimicking me and said, and welcome to the Nothing to Do With You podcast. So that'll tell you how much he listens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, look, the other few things I've written down here. Um, would you judge a guy that you don't know for crying or getting sentimental about something? See, me, that's, that's a scenario. That's a situation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Give if, he's, a situation. if he's standing in the middle of a footpath, looking up the clouds and crying how beautiful the sky is, or he's crying because he lost You'd the pair. You'd catch him for that. What the fuck is man looking up and crying for his Because it might look pretty. He could be. Connor. <laughs> <laughs> You're so terrible. But you know what I mean? It's down yeah. to the situation. No, it is. It is. You know. Okay. But like you, so. And it's a stranger. So you're saying, it, yeah, it, 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 context. Well, well context what, is, is everything. everything. Yeah, okay, fair enough. That's what I'm saying. You need to, like, give me something I can... I do with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, because with I me, if you... anyone cries, I'm there for them. If I'm, if if anyone cried, I'd be there for them. Like, it's like what you always giving out to me for petting dogs. That, like, one day I'm going to get bitten because I just go straight for the dog. Yeah. I know. I, like, I'm too friendly. I know one of these days I'm definitely going to get bitten. I know, but look, that's <laughs> that's a story for another episode. Um, 
so the other thing I had said to myself was I feel that there's still an old school way of thinking among us when it comes to men in society. And that is that it's almost caveman-like. That like, uh, especially in the, in a scenario, a straight man in a relationship. Me. Like you, for example. I feel sometimes, don't don't take this the wrong way, that you're sometimes me caveman, me Connor, beat my chest, me must protect, me show no feeling. Yeah, look, sometimes I see a lot of the world is just black and white. A hundred percent you do. I see it grey and you see it black and white. Yeah. Yeah. And what is grey? What is grey? What? <laughs> a mixture of black and black white. Black and white, there you go. Yeah, but it's... Yeah. <laughs> a mixture. But do you not feel you... There's a little there bit is... of a caveman in that little bit of... In men? Yeah. It, not, not in all men, in some men. Like you. I, like with you. How do you mean caveman though? Like that. Me must protect. Me must not show feeling. Me, me must be... You know, strong. Well, like lads, I'm sure, like probably the majority of men look after finances. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's very. Oh, they look yeah, after their family. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And there's no problem with like, that. Like, do you have this overwhelming feeling that you have to protect me and uh, our son? <laughs> like, do you get that feeling? Yeah, it's there, but it's not like we're, we're as you said, Tim, and we're not uh, back in you know, 3000 BC where you're fighting off tigers or anything. Yeah. Because you know? in fairness, when you... you as in, like, look after you, put a house over you, or yeah. roof over your head, and yeah. food in the belly, you know? Yeah. Because in fairness, when we were going out, like, if a young lad, when we started going out first, if a young lad ever looked at me crooked or said something mean to me, or, like, you never had to intervene, you're always like, she. He's well able to handle that herself. She doesn't have to go there. So, yeah, but I, yeah, I just guess I'm intrigued by that. I'm just intrigued by. But no matter what you're doing, whatever you're doing anyway, like people are going to judge you. That is true. And there's an old kind of saying or there's an old scenario that like a man and a woman are going through a town and they're walking the donkey. Okay. And people are saying like, why aren't they on the donkey? They're bloody stupid. And then the second scenario is the woman's on the donkey and the man is walking the donkey. And the people are like, why is the woman up there and the man walking? And the yeah. third scenario is the man's up there and the woman's walking it. And they're like, look at him up there. You think he'd let the woman up there? Yeah. And the last one is the two of them are riding the donkey. And people are like, look at that poor donkey. You think to get off and stop breaking his back. So there's four, four different yeah. ways of looking at things. Mm-hmm. But people will always judge you. And yeah, you know what you do? Whatever way you do. Because, like, what people say about you behind your back none is your none of your business. I totally agree with that. So, do you know what? Fuck yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to come a new thing. The fuck it approach by Connor Ryan. Let's ring to it. Yeah, no, look, I, I get you and I hear you. And it is interesting. As I said, I wanted to get you on specifically for just a kind of a chat about like I said men's feelings and emotions in general where things are at now obviously it's quite this is just your opinion obviously and it's it's something that is quite a broad subject but I would like to see and hear that men talk more and that men talk more about their feelings and about you know if things aren't feeling great inwardly that they're they're happy to chat more with like their their wives their their partners 
you know, their friends. I think that's important because us girls are that little bit better at it. We just are. So hopefully... We have to think of it as well. Not every man has someone to talk to anyway. That's true. Yeah. So if you do have someone, be lucky you have someone to talk to. That is true. And if if you don't have someone that you know the supports that are available there if you are alone. If you are alone, um that you know, there is there is supports there, there is community groups out there, there is oh, loads. you know, there's access to so many things like that. And look, all jokes aside, uh, I suppose I a lot of people will probably wonder why I went down this route maybe for my my first proper, you know, what's taboo with you, that it was about men's emotions. But let's be real here. Men's emotions are definitely a hell of a lot more taboo than women's. It's more taboo to see a man cry out in your day-to-day life than it is to see a woman. So that's why I did this, and that's why I brought you on to pick your brain. And look, you and I didn't rehearse this. That's good to uh, Yeah, because I wanted it to be natural, and I wanted to get your your opinion on it and, and see what... You know, where it led us, naturally. But look, <coughs> in the next few weeks, I will be getting into this more um, in terms of men's health and men's well-being. Um, Connor, you know this, but um, I will actually be getting someone from the charity Men's Aid on for an interview within the next few weeks. And Men's Aid are a charity who support men going through domestic, physical and mental abuse. Again, this is in keeping with the whole core of this podcast, guys, which is to discuss and give a platform for taboo topics and conversations. And if there is something you would like to hear discussed, please be sure to get in touch either on Facebook, Instagram or email at nothingtobowithyou at gmail.com. I'm able to have these conversations on your behalf, guys, or have you on to have them with me. Let's use this platform to get fucking taboo topics out there. So, Connor, thank you very much for joining me. I really appreciate you coming on. I hope this wasn't too horrible for you. (laughs) My forced pleasure. Your forced (laughs) pleasure. I love it. Well, I will end the show now with the taboo or not taboo, that is the question segment. And this week's topic is on cosmetic surgery. I'm going to leave this quite broad and open-ended, guys. I would just like to hear your opinions and views on it. Are people taking it too far? Is it as common as getting your eyebrows plucked now? Is it just part of your lifestyle? How far is too far? How young is too young? Any other opinions you have on this, reach out and we'll be discussing it on the next episode. So that's it for me uh, for another week. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. If you're enjoying this podcast, please be sure to give us a like, a share or a follow on any of the socials. I'll be back again this day, two weeks. And in the meantime, as always, be you, be wonderfully weird and be kind.